Today's episode of the Bromley Buzz is a special one because it's the first time we've done an explicit timed announcement and the announcement is to do with your Bromley, also known as the Bromley Bid and today's guests are from that. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Yep, my name's Andy, Um, I'm the manager of the Greyhound Pub and I also serve on the board of directors. And I'm Zoe and I'm business engagement for your Bromley Bid. Uh, lovely to have you here. Thank and you. Uh, yes, would you like to announce the announcement? Zoe, over to you, Zoe. I think that uh, you, you've put more work into this. It would look as though you've done the work and I'm taking the credit if I announce it. Thanks, Andy. Um, basically, on Thursday, the 10th of February, we are launching a rebrand um, for Your Bromley. It was one of the things we talked about doing when we got um, voted in for a second five year term to make it more relevant. And it was ta- based on feedback from local residents, from workers, from businesses, and any key stakeholders, people who work, live, play, come and visit Bromley, what they felt, what they loved about Bromley and linking in with that to also have a website, a new website, which was basically about helping promote Bromley as a destination of choice. And uh, just to get this in early, what's the website address? Website address is the same as it was before, www.yourbromley.com. Right, so uh, we have an announcement, not the first one we've had, but the first one we've done timed, so thank you for that particular honour. Uh, we are speaking from the meeting room, as they call it, in McDonald's in Bromley at the moment. Uh, and I find that quite amusing because it's kind of a back room. And uh, you are, in fact, backroom boys and girls of Bromley. Uh, that's what people <laughs> who are in these um, the bids uh, things do. I mean, we'll come on to exactly what that is. But from where I'm sitting, as a person that lives in Orpington, where we have an Orpington bid, business improvement district, um, they're difference makers in town centres. That's a way of summing it, summing it up. Uh, if the Orpington bid didn't exist, I wouldn't have been running around at Christmas as one of 300 people dressed as Santa on our dash, along with Zenat and doing a podcast about it afterwards. Actually recorded at the time, including some very cheerful elves. Uh, we would have had less likelihood of uh, a place where you're having a very nice meal and a particularly good cocktail, I recommend, the GPO Orpington, the old post office, coming to Orpington. Likewise, the Orpington uh, record store and cafe. You know, The chances of it coming, because of people who are working behind the scenes to do good things, were improved. So we've got professionals, or people who aren't professionals but are very public-spirited, um, trying to make the place and the experience of the place better. And if that was um, me trying to uh, summarise bids, that's it. Not just footfall, but help, having happy feet, I think you are. Uh, never thought of it that way, but uh, yeah, happy feet. <laughs> yeah. So, actually, from your perspective, what is the Bromley bid and your Bromley? Um, what is a bid? What's a, a business improvement district? It's um, a group of businesses that are voted to invest together. So, under um, the scheme of a levy system, um, to improve the town centre, to get the footfall, to invest in the town that they are working and possibly living in as well. We've been running since April 2016 and uh, last year secured our second term, which was very, very good, uh, considering that the team did it under quite a lot of duress um, with COVID um, and the town centre was closed. It was a very uh, shaky time, if I may add, that we thought we may not even be able to run um, a ballot 
um, but fortunately we were, we got our second term um, and it's all guns blazing now. So, um, what do we fund in the town centre? Well, people may be aware that we have midsummer movies, we do the floral fest, we put up those nice shiny dangly lights every Christmas, and I will say this year they were much better. We've we've invested a lot of our businesses' money in getting an improved scheme for the town centre, uh, working with a new partner on that, and it turned out to be an exceptionally good uh, display of lights this year, which is fantastic. Um, and we continue to run events, so there are events and they will be on the website and it will be on the new website, which will be a lot easier to get into than the old one. So please do have a look in on that. Um, but we are here and we are here primarily for the town centre, for the businesses. We act and work for the businesses. Um, they voted us in um, and it's their money we're spending. So we're very conscious of everything we do is to get people into the town centre. You've actually literally got a, a face on the street, so at least one, probably multiple at times. Uh, a lady in a bowler hat, I believe. Yes, that's right. That's Stephanie, our ambassador. Most people know it, yes, as the girl in the bowler hat. Although that bowler hat is disappearing with the new rebrand, oh, yes. Oh, shame. I miss the bowler hat. It's going to be replaced <laughs> with a baseball cap instead. But very smart. Um, yeah, Stephanie, she, what she doesn't know about Bromley is not worth knowing about, quite frankly. She spends her time going around talking to the different businesses and also helping people who want to know where somewhere is, any questions and so on. There's the other side as well, which happens in every town, and that's to do with dealing with any antisocial behaviour, any graffiti removal, any fly tipping, the kind of things that really make a difference, um, that people, subconsciously or not, notice. Does the town look clean? Does it look attractive? Do people feel safe? And what we want is people to want to come back to Bromley again and again and again. It doesn't matter if it's night time, it doesn't matter if they're a sole woman, um, that they feel safe in our town. You know, one of the few things I've moaned about on uh, the Bromley Buzz, because it's not a moaning show, is about litter. And you've just helped to explain why I saw Stephanie the other day around by the bins behind Franco Manka. Yes. <laughs> yes, she's been... I was wondering at the time... <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, she does an absolutely sterling job in the town. She's the eyes on the ground, um, and she's out there five days a week, going visiting, making making visits, meeting people. Um, and she's without her or without that task, we would be in a much much worse position as a bid because we would be struggling to meet some of our people out there. Because to be frank, not everybody works the same shifts, not everybody works the same hours. And for her to know everybody individually, she can walk into a shop, walk into a pub, walk into a restaurant, and they automatically know exactly who she is, what she's in there for. And it's about showing the face of Bromley Bid because we want people to know that we are here as a business organization rather than it's part of the council, which is being a very big common misconception and one of my biggest bugbears in the last six years and, I, and it's, it's not just this bid, every bid in the country suffers from the same issues. Mm. I think that the longer the bids have been, the longer a bid has been going in a town the less misconception there is but we're only in first year of term two so we are still fighting that fight to say we are not the council yes we can work with the council we do work with the council but we are not part of the council and i think she gets that message across admirably
Absolutely, because it's about us um, delivering additional services. So we support and we proactively promote free business recycling, which again helps reduce litter, helps reduce costs to businesses and helps the environment, which is a win-win-win. But we also pay for additional policing in key holiday times. So we focus there being about returning goods, stolen goods. So that helps the businesses as well. It helps people feel safe. We have fortnightly pavement cleans. Again, the assumption could be that's the council. It's not. It's the, that's us funding that um, because it makes a difference. And businesses can nominate if the front of their you know store looks a bit untidy. If they're wanting to have a deep clean, then they can put a request in to us and we'll consider that. Um, so yes, and like Andy says, Christmas lights and the hanging baskets, all funded by your Bromley, so basically funded by the businesses who are all here. I think if people are asking what the bid does, um, I think the way to look at it is what would the town centre have without the bid? And I think you mentioned about Orpington, if you take away what the bid does, you would not have a, a happy, vibrant town centre. Um, which is our own goal. It's the uh, the the, um, the council have a borough to look after. All we're concerned about is our town centre. Yeah. So it's our only focus. And the beauty is that we can focus on that every working day, and there is nothing else to focus on. Um, we are though sitting right now in the hub of Bromley, the, yes. the literal centre, two train stations either side. Yeah. And if you get what you're doing right people come here, what are they travelling through? They're travelling through every other part of Bromley to get here. Some of them they'll stop at and bring money and interest and life to those places as well. So I can see the value in it and uh, if I can just name drop them in this company I most certainly can. You know, I was out at the Churchill Theatre last night with Zenat, my co-host, and enjoying Kevin Clifton's Burn the Floor show enormously. And we went to the Havet restaurant afterwards, mm. the Turkish, which is the Turkish. best Turkish I've been in in Bromley, which is probably about the fourth I've been in, and they were really rather good. And we were talking in there about uh, our walks up and down high streets, and we want to do more of those. So we did one so far in the podcast in Petswood. So if uh, you'd like to set us up, we'll do a walk and talk with Stephanie in Bromley Town Centre. That would be brilliant, um, I think so. I think it would. She's also the face, um, she's the first story in a new um, Bromley Town Centre magazine, isn't she? Yes. Uh, so it's worth a look at that. But she, I would think she would, uh, that would be immensely good for her and for the town centre. Here to help. Right, anyway, coming back to something you were just talking about, about what places would be without the bid. Well, in 2016, prior to April, Bromley was without the bid. What was it like then, and have you, to what extent have you noticed the changes yourself as a local? How long have you lived here? Just one uh, I've been working in Bromley, it'll be 20 years in December. Right, well that's a lovely perspective. So what was it like going into the bid? I've got to be perfectly honest and say I probably really didn't actually notice a great deal. Um, so the fact that I didn't notice anything means there was probably very little or nothing going on. Um, I do know obviously there were Christmas lights every Christmas. Um, that was something that was, um, I will be polite and say, handed to us on April the 1st, 2016, um, which was um, a little bit of a shock at the time, but uh, we, we ploughed through. It, going back to when I first came here, it was, I hate to say this, not a very safe town, and it got a reputation as a not a very safe town. Uh, that reputation is 
well undeserved now, but sadly, as reputations go, it's easy to get a bad one, and it's shockingly difficult to shift it. Um, the town centre was very, very different place um, during the nighttime economy. Uh, it was not a very pleasant place to be. I probably would not have wanted to come into the town centre on a Friday, Saturday night myself. Now, um, it's an absolutely different world. Uh, businesses, especially licensed businesses, got together many years ago with the council um, with a view to sorting that out, um, which they did. There are fewer businesses in town because of that, but the ones that are here are good businesses. Um, there are a lot of restaurants. It's heartwarming also to see uh, another pub opened up in the town. And as a, as a publican, that probably sounds a little bit weird, but it brings people into the town centre. And once they've experienced one of the businesses in the town centre, they're more than likely to move on to more, which means that we are getting people coming to the town centre as a destination, which is exactly what we really want, is people coming in, not just at the night time or daytime to shop, daytime to shop, staying into the early evening, early evening people coming out, staying all night um, and visiting or using a variety of businesses in town. And we really didn't have that um, before the bid as much a lot of the businesses were insular, they didn't get involved. Now, to whatever extent people want to get involved, they can. Um, we, we have um, advisory group meetings every quarter, um, which anybody in any of the levy paying businesses is welcome to come along or to, or to, to let us know that they're interested. Um, and the directors come from the businesses as well. Uh, we are looking still for more directors to join us to make that difference in the town centre because everybody has a different perspective on what they would like to see from the town centre. I'm predominantly daytime and, and um, evening based, so I cover both areas, but some places are just shops or they are just restaurants that don't open at night, etc. And we would like somebody to come to us and say, I would love to be a director on, on your bid because we, we are missing, uh, we've got four of us at the moment yeah. um, and it's, it, it's we've got a good spread I'm a publican we've got um, a lady from the bank Metro Bank we've got Mark the director or the manager of the Glades and we've got Chris from the Church of Theatre but there are so many other businesses in town who have managers or owners that probably have ideas about the town centre but still don't know how to get those ideas across or get involved um, and we are there to be contacted um, if anybody's got any interest in helping at the meetings. It's not, I mean, I've been a director for s six years now. It's not a massively involved job. So we're not putting, the, I'm not putting aside days at a time mm. to do the work. We take the credit for what the guys do, the hard work they do. So Zoe, Francis and Stepanka, we take the credit for, for what they've done. We, we sign it off and say, what a fantastic job. <laughs> One signature and all the hard work comes into fruition. So, Yeah, we'd, especially independents or indeed professional services, those yeah. would be yeah. really good sectors to, um, to link into. So just a couple of points to add on to that as well, um, is the fact that you've been to have it, you say, and the challenge for you now is how long it will take you to run through the other 94 um, food and drink places, uh, obviously including Andy's pub, that are in Bromley. And it, you said about it being a Turkish restaurant, we've got all kind. the diversity that mm. we offer here is absolutely amazing, uh, whether it's Polish, whether it's Turkish, whether it's Japanese, you, you know, you'd be hard 
stretched, I think, to think of one cuisine that you cannot... I know, I, I don't need to stop you there. You cannot uh, get here. The, the recently opened Artful Duke. Well, and, they're uh, good for nice. dogs. You mentioned about people. Mm. That's mm. dog-friendly pub. They can get dog-friendly beer in there, apparently. I, I don't know. I can't... <laughs> and I don't know if that's on tap. <laughs> we, we had, actually, a, a Bromley day the other day, my wife and I. Uh, we came to Bromley at lunchtime. We went to Taylor's Restaurant because we'd won uh, a meal there on a Macmillan coffee morning thing, which is in Orpington, but don't let that worry you. Um, that was really nice. We went into the Glade. We went to a perfume shop in there, which was really, really nice, and I can't remember the name off the top of my head, which is annoying me. It's down the, the bottom end on the lower floor as you come out. Is that MAC Cosmetics, perhaps, no. Bianca? No, right, no, okay. No. Um, but one thing remarkable about it, it has a sink in there, this, this sink and towels and things, so you can try on the various oh. cosmetics things and then give yourself a proper wash off afterwards and then go about your shopping business. That, that was very impressive. Uh, there's a, a sort of vintage charity shop place um, in there as well, which is just lovely, and it was closed when I was going by. Uh, there's Giardino's, which is the supplier of my favourite flavour of coronation chicken in a sandwich. Um, anyway, we went there as well. but And after that, uh, we did a bit more High Street, a bit more Artful Duke, uh, and then we saw Cluedo at the Churchill Theatre. Uh, and we had the experience you were talking about. We came into Bromley around lunchtime and we stuck it out until uh, we went home around 11 o'clock or something like that and it was all lovely. With your credit card possibly weeping a bit from visiting oh, the Glades? No, not, not as much well, as uh, well not as much as it might have done <laughs> no but yes the perfume shop did get a purchase. It's, it's just lovely going there because um, from, I know from if you look at some of the new stores that are arriving there they're actually sort of deserting Oxford Street if you like the traditional side and mm. coming here because this is the new local we found this in lockdown. Our footfall figures didn't, you know, the number of people came didn't go down as much as we thought it would because people who normally would be in London, um, you know, 9 till 5, Monday to Friday, are actually living here. They're coming here. They get to know their yeah, local... And they want to find their favourite brands living yeah. at home now, whereas they could have popped out at lunchtime when they're working in central London and gone to their favourite brand or their top brand. Mm. They're not doing that now. They're staying at home. They're working from home, so they don't want to go up to London. So what better than if we can attract those kind of brands to Bromley, people that are local to Bromley, people that used to work in London and now doing five, four days a week at home, can now come into Bromley. And it's the experience. It's the experience, isn't it? It's meeting friend for coffee at Cafe Giardino's. It's going for a walk in Church House Gardens or Queen's Gardens. It's all about, and we've had a couple of art trails here as well. I don't know if you saw them, Darren, but we've had um, book benches. You know, I've, I've seen and sat on those, and of course we had the snowmen. That's your the doing snowmen, well. yeah. yes, yeah, they've just, they were ours. yeah, they were ours as well. And it's just something put a smile on people's faces. By the way, who is it who did the HG Wells um, upstairs? Designing table thing that's not far from the church or in one of the retail premises. Oh, is this recently? Well, it's, it's been sitting there for some months now. Right, don't know. I, I know they'd uh, got HG Wells weekend, hadn't they? And there's talk about doing something potentially around his birthday, which I think is early autumn um, this year. It's not something we can take credit for as the bid, um, but 
it's all good. I'll check it out myself. Didn't well, know about it. Yeah, well, this is the, the point of our podcast, is to bring together people and share them. So we talk equally about the life, the arch- cultural things. We, I did seven interviews in one day uh, from the cultural day a little while ago outside the Churchill Theatre. Oh, uh, yes. And, yeah. uh, you know, even you will have things going on around here which you don't know about unless there's some kind of nice conveyor belt. Which brings me beautifully on to what I was going to ask you next. You've got your new brand... I haven't seen your new brand actually, which is uh, a terrible omission in this uh, interview, but I will in a bit. <laughs> but the the thing, of course, is that we're talking about there's loads of good stuff in Bromley Town Centre. Um, your website, revamped, must be uh, a you know a way of finding stuff. Excite me about the website. What have you got in yeah. there that you didn't have before? Well, it's very much a hub. Mm. Uh, we want it to be a one-stop shop. So if people are thinking about coming to Bromley for whatever reason. Everything that is going on there, anything they can go and visit is there. So yes, as always, we will have a directory with all the businesses on it because that's very popular and a lot of people want to search to see what the opening hours are for Decathlon, for instance, um, etc, etc. But there's other things that we didn't have before. Um, there's a, a member, a members area, if you like. So for the businesses that are here, instead of them, we're a very small team. Andy very kindly says we do a lot of work. We've got an FTE of less than three and we've got 527 businesses. Um, So there's always a juggling act, but we're going to be enabling the businesses to be able to manage their own events, promotions, um, any special things that they're doing directly themselves on the website. And we will also promote as we always do on social media. So we're getting their voice heard even more. I think that members area, once it picks up, once people get aware of it, I think that's an absolute gem because if you want to put something onto a website for free to advertise your business or your event what better place than to do it on the, the, the big website you can put it on there yourself obviously it will be fact checked or whatever we call it, it moderated yeah before that's the bit that's the part <laughs> moderated um, before it goes out but it's it's a, a dead easy low cost and again, it's something that independence, if we can get the independence doing it, mm, because yes. every penny to them is very important. Um, and it will also include any job vacancies they've got too. Um, another aspect is CSR. That's the sort of techie speak, isn't it? But it's about Corporate helping. social responsibility. It indeed, is. Yes. Yeah, but it's about, actually, this has come more to the forefront, I think, in the last two years. I don't know if you agree, Andy, but there's two sides to this. There's the fact that we've got a lot of businesses who've got people who are willing and able to put in the time volunteering. You know, a typical one, I know I used to work in a bank um, years ago, and it's that staff could take one day off a year to do something sort of volunteering-wise. But the other aspect is that there's um, all kinds of great organisations or initiatives looking for people. You know, it might be um, a retirement home looking to completely redo their garden. They're looking for able, willing volunteers. So it's about being a hub to bring those people together. Um, So that is the idea. And we've got a field specially set up for that. That is almost like a wanting help, able to give help, to try and match people together. So it helps on the community. It's a feel good Um, factor all round and then finally um, we've got a separate section which is to do with businesses that might be looking to relocate into Bromley so it's actually without putting the specific address down it's actually linking them to the landlord so they can get in touch directly they can look and see what the rent's like um, and they can you know just check out and see the viability in you know in terms of coming to lovely thriving market town 
Right, okay. Uh, a reminder of that website address again. It is. The website is www.yourbromley.com. And which social media are you on? We're on all of... Well, I say all. You can't say all these days, can you? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and also LinkedIn. Did I hear TikTok, or were you just thinking about that? No, not TikTok yet. Coming this way. We also, though, our videos are now embedded... YouTube channel? YouTube channel, yes. Excellent. Absolutely. Um, The other thing I think to bear in mind as well is that when, and this is a challenge for anyone visiting our website, is that the whole rebrand is to do with real people in Bromley. Okay, so if you spot a stock image on there, fair play, I'll treat you to a a Big Mac or coffee or or something. Be careful what I say on here, don't I? But this is to do with the fact that our image, and we're we're working through our image library, it's to do with real people, warts and all. I shouldn't say that, should I? No, like, so, no, but, just oh, yeah, but there's plenty of places where you can get them dealt with in Bromley too. <laughs> <laughs> but it is about it's to do with the place, mm. and so there's nothing. There's not going to be photoshopped or things like that. We'll have them taken through the different seasons, and we've got loads of greenery here as well. Oh, we, you know, we were out. Certainly, photography was being done on a Saturday, and that will be part of the website this week. So we're, we're very flexible. We're very, you know, we can adapt pretty quickly. We have to be able to. What's the um, the the themes that you tried to wrap into the new brand, though? That would be an interesting question to ask. Well, we've got three um, themes in terms of our general phases. I'm waving here the business plan, which is our Bible. This is what we go with. This is what we committed to doing for five mm-hmm. years, and this is exactly what we follow day in, day out. Yep. Um, so, well, can't see it on the podcast, but it's culture, it's environment, and it's engagement. So the culture is to do with things like the art trail, it's to do with the events that we've got, the Christmas light switch-ons, the poppies um, to commemorate um, those who've who've fallen in the wars, um, and very much so things like the Platinum Jubilee, which we're doing loads of work for. The environment's to do with the um, sustainability. We've started last year a drive to reduce single-use plastic. It's something that we are passionate about and that helps with the recycling side and then the security too, policing and so on and then engagement, new website and to do with the CSR how we can bring people together how we can really sort of like be a hub in the community Well there's a couple of you're talking about the eco side of things there's a couple Mm. of quite exciting things going on I'm not sure of the dates but the Wind in the Willows at the Bromley Little Theatre is literally an eco production they've been collecting all kinds of stuff which would normally get chucked out and they're making it part of the scenery, for example. Uh, and similarly, I'm not sure what the name of it is, but uh, there's a effectively a green shop, a place where you can come bring um, household goods of certain description, I think, uh, on a kind of loan basis mm. coming in. I'm speaking to the lady who's doing that tomorrow. So Where's that going to be based? Frisia Wright, that one. And it, I think it might be in the glades or nearby. That would be brilliant, wouldn't mm. it? And in terms of the little theatre, um, I, I don't know if we can do pushes or not, Darren, on your podcast. But oh, if absolutely anyone you can. Push away. is anyone is is good with glue and double sided sticky tape, we ran a day last year where we got an artist in who did a turtle, and it mm-hmm. was all to do with launching single use plastic reduction yep. of, and also places including um, the Greyhound, where signed onto the free water refills Mm -hmm. so that's part of um, a greater London initiative if you like promotes the businesses where you can go in with your bottle and you get a refill saves on plastic but some idiots um, 
decided it would be a good idea to vandalise this turtle, which was pride of place in the glades. I'm going there after this podcast to see if it can be fixed. If there's anyone out there who wants a challenge, we would love them to, um, their help because we committed to the little theatre that they could have our turtle as part of their initiative. Mm. And at the moment, we've had to tell them you can't have it because it's in three different pieces. So calling out anyone who watched Blue Peter in the past, we need your help. Well, there's um, nine or ten Rotary Clubs in Bromley. Uh, I'm joining one in Bromley Rotary Club. They do all kinds of good charitable stuff and have got people with a lot of skills. Excellent. So that's one area to approach. And also they do work with schools. They did a youth awards recently. Mm. And again, people in schools, if, if not the teachers or the, the children, might well like to fix a turtle. So there are possible <laughs> routes through watch. there. It would. Don't ask me. I did used to watch what? Blue Peter. I'm going to put a big positive on this because... There is so much bad news that just says something bad has happened and leaves you with a really sour taste in your mouth and thinking, why should I get up in the morning? All right, last summer in uh, Orpington's Priory Gardens there's a swan's nest and um, people were throwing stones at the swan's nest and they killed a chick and smashed the egg, I think, so they they had to have that. You know what? Uh, Somebody set up on Facebook the Priory Gardens Wildlife Foundation which has now got 400 members on Facebook. They've um, done things to improve the environment and the safety of the birds there. They've been getting people out uh, photographing. There's literally almost a guard on um, you know, the nest for this year, I think. And people have come together and they've made a difference. So, you know, your, your turtle, the people who do that kind of thing cannot win. No, and it just reminds me, if you remember, Andy, last year, Stephanie, the ambassador, was um, walking around and saw this lady escorting a duck with ducklings up the high street. And this was was someone who rang up her boss to say she'd be late, works at an independence, Bromley school where her boss, I think, shut up the shop. He came out and they escorted this family of ducks to Church House Gardens to the lake. I'm not sure where they came from. They commuted by Bromley South Station. <laughs> we are well connected, but I didn't know we'd got any commuting ducks. Definitely central it, London uh, accent on some of them. You know, I was going to ask, because it's reflected in the new website, uh, the essence of what Bromley Town Centre is, but I think in a way you've kind of summed it up um, across the whole of this discussion. Uh, there is a vibrancy, there is a lot of incoming business from outside, there's people who are in the businesses, large, small, independent, who will look after ducks given the opportunity, who will put on events with the help of your new website um, area, and, and all sorts of things, but they need to be pointed towards it, and that's a major yes. reason why we're speaking now. Um, anyway, there's a very important point which we're overlooking completely here, so I'm s- sitting um, with you, I've got Zoe, and I've got um, uh, Andy, uh, who is the man that used to be a little bit worried about the Bromley Town Centre, which coming from a, a, a biker who looms over me when he came <laughs> in, uh, just underlined his point brilliantly. But you're the landlord of the uh, Greyhound pub. I am. Uh, tell us a, a little bit about the pub. You can tell us a little bit about, uh, I don't know, what's, your, what's the most popular drink in Bromley for your punters? Um, I would have to say lager, although tra- traditional ales are making a comeback, um, believe it or not. Um, and there are youngsters that uh, that drink traditional ales as well, so not to put a, a, a 
a bearded uh, sandal wearing face on it. Um, it's a variety, but we, we sell quite a variety of drinks. So, and it also depends on what time of day or night. Obviously, there's got a lot more youngsters around in the evenings or the weekends. So the, town, the type of drinks they tend to drink are, are varied. Um, the Greyhound history been a pub on that site for since the 1700s. It's been a Weatherspoon since um, July 2011. Um, we we took over uh, the day it opened, so we, my wife and I, who run it together, have effectively run the pub from day one. Um, so the beauty of which was that we could set the pub up um, in the manner that we that we would be comfortable with drinking in that pub if we were local to Bromley. Um, we've been in the business over 35 years together. So we've got quite a lot of experience of what sort of different pubs people will drink in. Some people like to watch sports in a pub, some people go to a pub for live music. Obviously you'll appreciate that those are not the sort of things that Weatherspoon um, promote we don't have. We'll have sports in our pubs, we generally don't have sound on, we don't have live music in the normal Weatherspoons. So the, the way to do it is to make it, and I believe, as safe as possible in the pub. It'd be the sort of place where people feel safe, where Zoe, I'll, I'll meet you in town at seven o'clock on a Friday night. We'll happily walk in and take a seat and order a drink, either at the bar or on the app, and not fear that she's got to keep holding her handbag mm. and keep looking around her to make sure that nothing's going to happen. And that's the kind of pub we wanted to promote. That's the kind of thing we want people to be able to come in, um, a, a variety of people. We don't tailor it towards young people in the evenings. We don't tailor it to middle-aged people during the day. We don't tailor it to shoppers at lunchtime. It's about opening the doors at eight o'clock every morning and everybody's welcome in, um, provided obviously they treat the place and the staff and the rest of the customers with respect. And, it's, and you've got a real log fire, Andy. Oh, you forgot to mention that. We have a real log fire. What's yes. not to like about it a real is, log it, fire? Yeah. The unique selling point right there. Yeah, I think anyway that the um, your Bromley uh, has contributed that safety feeling to Bromley Town Centre. Until this conversation, it wouldn't have occurred to me that there's any issue or has ever been any issue about that kind of thing anyway. I, I wander around late at night here with impunity uh, at the moment, which is lovely. Uh, and uh, by the way, where is the Greyhound? Uh, Bromley North High Street. Lovely, thank well, you. A couple of doors up from Havit. <laughs> you didn't get past habit, did you? So you didn't see us. We are set back a little bit. Yeah, I, I swing off into the car park on the other side quite often, past the cinema. Oh, as the well. hill. The hill. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And um, there's another Weatherspoons pub, the Richmond Crompton, as well, which is mm. down at the other end of Bromley South. And not many people know Richmond Crompton was a famous author, and another one linking to the heritage, um, author of Just William um, books too. So Absolutely. there's a. Yeah, we're not doing too bad. Um, we've got H.G. Wells, Charles Darwin, okay, that's a more technical book. Um, Enid Blyton. Enid Blyton. Richmond yeah. Crompton. And also David Nobbs, Reginald Perrin author. Yeah, and, and then Emma Raducanu to, um, to get more modern as mm -hmm. well. Um, and we also had some famous Wimbledon winners, didn't we, men in the <laughs> 1890s who were also from Bromley. Uh, yeah, and, and a world champion in Dean Asher-Smith. Absolutely, yes. Mm. Yeah. 
you know, some great names here, and uh, a lot of people who will become those names in the future. We just yes. don't know who they are there, which is why I like to encourage people take a look at some of the social media of schools and the Twitter, and they they talk about the people that are winning competitions in those schools. Mm. Well, Emma Renicardo would have been doing that, and. Uh, Dina, for example, also switched on the lights in Petswood a few years ago before she became famous. There's lots of lovely things and lovely people. Ah, which brings me nicely on um, to your very exciting events programme, which you refer to, which I suspect might involve uh, a name or two as well, but who knows. Um, yes, lined up, including some great plans around the Platinum Jubilee, because it was literally uh, yesterday, I think, um, the Queen's 70th year of rule in yes. the UK. Yes, it was. I'm going to leave that one with you, Zoe, because you're, <laughs> I, I, I know the detail, but you'll be able to fill in the... Uh, for those listening... Put the, put, the, put the meat on the bones, as it were. Myself and Angie are looking at each other. Who's taking this one? Yes, we've got all kinds of things um, planned out, and some of them are very sort of like the very developmental um, phase and in particular because it's not just us working in isolation we're collaborating um, with the council we're collaborating with other key players like the glades and like churchill theater and so on and that is absolutely the way it should be it's all about making bromley the sort of the place where people where else would you want to be that weekend so it very much kicks off with the platinum um, jubilee it's perfectly timed but we do have queen's gardens which is perfectly timed perfectly named so we're going to be kicking off with uh, midsummer movies um there for a few days the plan at the moment tbc it could change is to kind of have films throughout the decades when the queen's been in maine actually and linking into that nicely will be a live viewing broadcast with the royal concert um, from kensington palace we will then move to a different part of bromley to market square we're planning on a street closure of east street having a massive street party and also some kind of talent show staged there to invite the young people all kinds of different people um, to really get involved and to enjoy bromley at its best that's just the start. We then go on to our ever popular Floral Fest, uh, where we encourage local schools. We had about 30 last year, despite all the lockdowns, um, come up with their creations, their gardening schemes, their design. Um, and then we will have the second week of Wimbledon. And that's just for starters, because that just takes us to like July. So we may have other things like food festival and so on and so forth um, coming up later in the year. By the way, you referred to Queen's Gardens because it's possible to walk through lots of places without realising the names of where you're at. The Queen's Garden the ones behind Churchill Theatre? No. No, behind uh, the Glades. That's, it's behind the Glades. So it's, um, yeah, the Glades and the Pavilion, where people are going up that dual carriageway, which is 30 oh, miles, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the one you pass there. So that's very handy to get into the Glades, or just actually just have your lunch there as well. It's really, really pretty. Um, the one behind the Churchill Theatre is known as Church House Gardens, and that's the one which has got the little lake in it, if you like, and the amphitheatre, playground there, all kinds of lovely things. It's amazing. It's got a hill. You could be there and not realise you're in the middle of a town. We're very, very lucky and fortunate, on, and that's one of the reasons why our rebrand is green, because we don't realise sometimes what we're used to, and it, you do not get many high streets and market towns where you can literally walk five minutes in three different directions, and you're effectively in the countryside. Right, I'm going to go into a little swapping period now, uh, because you made me think of there 
the word amphitheatre and Bromley are a weird combination that uh, when I first heard it myself I thought Bromley, amphitheatre, I've lived in Austin 20 years, don't know about this, but there is literally this space in the park behind the Churchill Theatre mm. which is uh, a semicircle of raised seats or mm. uh, elevation uh, with effectively what amounts to a almost minac style it's not as beautiful and as complicated as that but nevertheless it's a performance space in the park with that ring of uh, seating uh, and overlooking the pond lake yeah. however you'd define that and that, that for me is definitely one of the best kept secrets of bromley and there are several of those so i'm going to ask you for a couple of best kept secrets in the moment and to give you thinking time <laughs> to give you thinking time, I'm going to throw in one more, and you can choose one of the um, retailers or the or cafe or whatever if you like for that. But here's um, uh, one from me, and I, we mentioned it repeatedly: Bromley Little Theatre. Uh, you know, they are not as known as they might be, but it is a really lovely community theatre putting on lovely things at a really rather professional level. So that's my starter for ten there. Uh, and I have one which I'm going to throw at you if you haven't thought of one by now. Go on. I haven't. I'm, stre- I'm at a stretch here. I've been put on the spot now and I can't think of anything. I'm trying to think too. Well, I'm going to shout one out. It's not necessarily expected, but there are many places where you can get fantastic lentil soup. And Nick's Cafe in the mall is brilliant. It really is. If you want somewhere where you can get lovely Turkish flatbread to die for um, and... You know, it's family-owned. Um, you see Nick there quite often, and his family too. It's just lovely, and it's just one of the places that why my waist is expanding every day I work here. Oh dear, have you been in my next? It's not a, not a secret, but it's on the end of East Street, which is near Bromley North, and it's slightly less frequented than some parts of Bromley. Uh, Grace Forty Coffee Shop, Italian place. Ah, right. That is on my that is on my list. Yeah, excellent. Well, Haven't, that's another. This might sound odd, but there are a lot of places in this country where you can buy jewellery, but very few places where you can actually get it repaired. And I know um, my wife's broken a couple of pieces of jewellery, and there's a very small shop at the end of East Street, just around the corner from the cab office. It's mm. a jewellery repair centre. fits about two people in there. Um, Well-manned, there's four, three or four guys working in there. Um, and they do some superb work on repairing rings and necklaces and bracelets and things. Uh, it's a tiny little shop. It's not particularly easy to spot, but I've always taken stuff there for my wife, and they've done a really good job in there. So that would be my possible hidden secret in the town centre. May I say that's a very good comeback you've just made? Thank you. I like the architecture around Bromley. I've just worked here for a couple of years. I just love the fact you've got the... You know, that clock and Chisholm Hunter, the sort of Tudor sort of style there, the old town hall, the just there's lots of bits like around the Royal Bell, for instance. There's mm, the loads Bro- the, of. The Bromley North on the opposite side of the road, the architecture's great up there. Um, it's one of those places where you've got to keep looking up, though, because yes. all the architecture, the sort of ground floor level, not all of it, but a great majority of it, is all modern, it's more few shop isn't it? windows. Um, it's only until you start looking up above the ground floor, first, second, third floor, you actually see the architecture. And it is, there is some really nice architecture around here, but we walking around in our busy lives, we, we generally don't notice it. Well, I'm looking over Darren's shoulder, at just above Barclays, and it's just so pretty. There, you know, just again, Tudor sort of style, I'm not an architect expert, obviously. 
just looks so nice. It's just mm. taking time and just sort of enjoying what there is. Also, around the back of the um, council offices, I've been for runs around there oh, in, as well. In the um, the palace. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's a wedding venue. David as well. Bowie. We didn't mention David Bowie. How could we not? He's <laughs> <laughs> not a hidden treasure. Um, yeah. <laughs> ah, I know he is in a manner of speaking. Because um, does everyone know about the historical collections in Bromley Library? I suspect not. No. Amongst those collections, for example, is a stand or a glass cabinet with Bowie things. And I think it might even have a school book from him. Definitely a, a striped jacket and other Bowie-related memorabilia because he spent uh, a long time in this borough. Well, we did. We commissioned a book bench with David Bowie, which mm. is absolutely amazing, and that was actually outside the library. Um, and and his wife, um, Iman, actually posted that on Facebook and got a load of <laughs> likes, and it was about art in Bromley, and it was just brilliant because that's what it was about. It was about art and culture, something that you don't need to have a book bench with Bowie to make Bromley nice, but by golly, it makes it even nicer. It makes it unique doesn't it? And now that book bench is sitting in the foyer of Churchill Theatre mm. whereas Bromley Library has got the Enid Blyton one right next to the children's area which is Enid Blyton themed. Yeah. So if you like Noddy, that's the place to go. I'm also making a slight comeback because I've uh, found the name of the perfume shop I mentioned earlier on, which is Rituals. So there we go, Rituals. Ah. Yeah. Oh yes. This is what comes of having the script for the show you're recording later with me. Rituals actually, our businesses are very generous in giving um, prizes mm. to various things. And one of the things we do is we do red, um, red envelope days coming up to Christmas. And we, you know, different stores or anyone can actually put in offers. And Rituals did, um, they did one with a diffuser as well, which we've just given away actually. So again, it, we just get people to share photographs or selfies or elfies we call them at Christmas um, on social media and they won one of the prizes so that's thanks to Rituals. You know what I really like speaking to people who as part of their creative processes to bring people into Bromley think that elfies are a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take credit for that. <laughs> right. And uh, with that I think we'll wrap up and uh, just to uh, say again uh, the, the website address with the new content in the members area is what? New website address is www.yourbromley.com and you can sign up for the monthly e-shops if you want to be kept up to date with what's going on. We not only talk about bid events, we will talk about anything to do with Bromley Town Centre. Hmm. Right, do you know any Brom uh, Bowie songs? Life on Mars. Excellent. Right. Well, whether you do this one or not, um, we normally buzz out in the regular shows. We actually do a little uh, buzzing sound to a particular tune. Uh, and uh, I, I haven't warned you about this. Uh, but Life on Mars or some other Bowie thing, well, Let's Dance, I think I might remember that one slightly better. In fact, I definitely remember that one slightly better. Uh, I will kick, kick it off, if you like. Can't do Life on Mars, though. Um, like ground control to major no, it's space oddity, isn't it? Space oddity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I'm being looked at here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We said we don't do singing actually, yeah. Darren, didn't we? Singing singing and dancing are not um not my forte, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lumbering can be Do you remember Let's Dance at all? 
No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it very short because I don't remember it well enough myself. Uh, Heroes would have been good as well. But uh, anyway, thank you. Uh, it's been lovely to speak to people who are trying their best to be heroes of Bromley. Thank you. Thank you.